Welcome back to the show, Mama Friend. In today's episode, we're going to go through mom guilt. Do you feel like you're not a good mom? Here are three truths to battling working mom guilt and to help shift your perspective. I want to help you identify if your mom guilt is warning you that something needs to change or if it's unfounded. Now, friends, before we dig in, did you know that I have a free Facebook community for you, the Rooted Working Mom Community? I'd love for you to join us. It's a space to collaborate, connect, be inspired, and be part of the club. Come join us at bit.ly forward slash rooted working mom community. That's bit.ly forward slash rooted working mom community over in Facebook. Hey, sweet mama, welcome to the Rooted Working Mom podcast. If you've been in a space of overwhelm, exhaustion, struggle, and feeling like you're just not enough, maybe you feel the tug to step into your authority as a present mom and wife while still pursuing your career, but you're just unsure how to integrate everything with more peace and intention while staying partnered with God, and you're truly ready to figure out who God is calling you to be in your life then this podcast is for you. Hi, I'm Cynthia, Executive Director, both at work and at home, (laughs) entrepreneur, busy mom of two, wife and daughter of the king. This podcast is going to help you find true freedom while resting in Jesus, rising into your authority and raising kingdom builders. Amen. Here in this space, You'll be encouraged, empowered, and partnered with Jesus to get breakthrough in your faith, motherhood, wellness, and mindset so that you can have victory as a mama who is resting and living light with joy and fulfillment. You were born for such a time as this. Moms, we're talking today about mom guilt. So what is mom guilt? It's really us feeling shame that comes from leaving our kids, maybe when we go to work or feeling like we're working too much and um, wanting to spend more time with our kids, just feeling like we're not spending enough time with them. It could be that we want to be maybe stay-at-home moms and we actually don't want to work, but we might have to. Or maybe we want to work and we do love our careers, but we just don't want to play with our kids or we just may not have the energy to play with them after a long day at work. It really is a burden. It's a self-imposed burden that we place on ourselves when we believe that we're not doing enough as a mother and not doing the right things, quote unquote, for our kids. It's the shame feelings and the worry that comes from being a working mom. You all feel it. I feel it. We all feel it. Now, I believe that reasons we feel mom guilt are because either there actually is something that does need to change or there's something that's not real or unfounded. Perhaps it's a lie from the enemy and it's a story that we're telling ourselves about why we should be blank you know, fill in the blank. Maybe it's being with our kids more or doing more 
for our kids or keeping a cleaner house. Maybe it's not working. Whatever those lies or maybe those truths are that we need to look into our hearts about, that's why you're feeling these feelings. And it's so important that we pay attention to our feelings because God created us so wonderfully that the things we feel, they're often warning signals to help make us aware that something needs to be addressed, but they're uncomfortable, right? So today we're going to go through three truths and how you can personally navigate uncovering what mom guilt means for you. I know for me, this is something that I personally experience and sometimes it's ongoing, like just throughout the day or the week or other times it can be a particular moment. Let me share a few stories with you. And the one of the biggest sources of mom guilt for me is dropping off my boys at school. And in particular, it's with Austin, Ozzy, my little one. Um, you know, we're usually in a hurry. We're trying to get out the door. We're trying to get them to school on time. It feels so rushed. I'm like thinking ahead about what my day is going to look like. I'm trying to get to work on time. I'm trying to get to a meeting. And then I look up and I see other moms. It seems like they're so peaceful. They're in their leggings and they're just um, hanging out, talking on the playground, just feeling like, you know, I'm just thinking like, gosh, I wish I was them. I wish I had that time with my kids that I can just spend and, and be with them. And I just feel like, gosh, they're just so lucky. I'm telling myself that they're so lucky and, and I'm not. And really, when we're looking at the truth, they might be wishing that they were working <laughs> or they might be starting their day later or maybe they took the day off. You know, I, I don't even know. And I'm just making up these stories in my head. The other one is at the end of the day when I'm picking Ozzy up um, after school at the after school program, the guilt that I put myself put on myself about, oh gosh, you know, he has to stay. I know he really doesn't like to stay sometimes. And oh my gosh, God forbid if I'm the last one picking him up, tremendous amount of working mom guilt there. And then also, you know, for my older son, when I sometimes I have to miss his baseball or basketball games because I'm at work or I have a meeting and I'm telling myself stories about why it's bad to be a working mom. And oh my goodness, like thinking, what are all the other parents going to think of me because I'm not at the game? And, you know, it just, I get into this spiral. And the truth is my son appreciates me working and he knows that by me working, we're able to give them as our kids opportunities that we never had growing up. And the last thing I want to share with you, I mean, I can share so many stories, but really, and this is one that I've completely overcome. It's calling in when your kids are sick, right? Like the guilt, the the plan that we go through in our head before we we tell our boss that, that we're not coming in because one of our kids is sick. And I've always had male supervisors and it just... Um, for some reason, it made it extra hard on me, or I made it extra hard on myself. And I'm, I've completely overcome this because I do not apologize. I don't feel guilty anymore. I don't think twice about it when my kid is sick and I need to stay home with him. 
I communicate appropriately to my boss and to my team. I rearrange my calendar if I need to. And I stay home and I care for my kids like they deserve their mama to do for them. All right, guys, let's get through the three truths to battling mom guilt. So what is the mom guilt story for you? What are you telling yourself? I want to first, so number one, we're going to first uncover the truth, the truth behind the shame that we're feeling or the guilt that we're feeling and maybe the phrases or the lies that we're telling ourselves. So what does this mean? If you remember um, in my example, when I told myself that I was a quote unquote bad mom because I missed my son's baseball game, I identified that as a shame phrase or a lie that I was actually telling myself. And then what I did was I had to uncover the truth so that I could reframe the lie for myself. He actually really didn't mind that I was missing the game as much as I was beating myself up about it. I had a talk with him to let him know that, you know, I would miss his game on Tuesday, but because I had a meeting, but that I would be there on Thursday. The truth was that my son understood why I couldn't be there at his game, and it really wasn't the end of the world. You know, nobody gets a trophy for being at your kids every game, right? Like, that's just such a unrealistic expectation that I was holding on myself that just it just wasn't possible for our life. Sunny really appreciates how hard I work and what I do to provide for our family and the opportunities that he is blessed with and our family is blessed with. So I reframed this truth and I had to let go of the lie. I also know that the word of God declares that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Therefore, I know the truth is that I am good and I'm not a bad mom. That comes from Psalms 139.13. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to write down one of the guilt and shame lies that you're telling yourself. So identify the lie that you're telling yourself. And then I want you to write it down. And then right below it, I want you to think about and write down the truth. Bonus if you can back it up with a biblical verse and the biblical truth, the word of God, right? And you're going to do this every time that a lie creeps up for you, mama. I want you to grab your journal or if you don't have a journal with you (laughs) because you might be at work or whatnot, um, you know, get your phone in your notes and I want you to the second that thought creeps up, I want you to write it down and then I want you to immediately write down the truth below it, right? Okay, number two, we're going into how we actually create our guilt and shame stories by comparing. Here we need to uncover who are you looking at? Who is your standard for parenting? Maybe it's time to stop following any triggering accounts on social, any of your social media platforms, right? Like if it's making you feel like there's a bar that you can't reach because so-and-so on Instagram or Facebook has a standard particularly that works for them and their family, um, but it may not work for yours and, and that's okay, right? And we really have to identify what is facts and truth versus, you know, acknowledging that we might be just making things up and making stories up that are really negatively impacting 
our peace and our relationship with our kids and with our family and all of the goodness that that God and Jesus has for us. And so, you know, also taking a look into someone else's reality. The grass isn't always greener on the other side and really trying to identify what is it that works for your family because God has given us each different gifts like intentionally and our gifts manifest differently from family to family and so we should not compare ourselves to others and not to mention that every kid is so uniquely made that what works for one family might not work for your family and again that's perfectly okay now here's what i want you to do for this step I want you to journal over why your life is so blessed and I want you to identify the fruits of you being a working mom, okay? I'm going to get you focused on the goodness of it because there's so many good things that come from us being a working mom. Is it easy? No, but is it worth it? Oftentimes, we get so much out of it and so do our kids, so let's focus on those areas for step number two. All right. So number three, our last step here, it's going to be an inventory to identify whether or not something does need to change or shift. I want you to ask yourself some really hard questions. Like why is your mom guilt present? Are you working too much? Is it valid? And if it is, you need to make some changes. And again, it's okay you know, maybe, maybe it's that you need to set boundaries and priorities. I know for me, I really had to sit down and set boundaries around work in the office versus home time. And maybe you need to give yourself permission to stop working after work, right? And this might be a little hard at first, but eventually you're going to grow into it. You're going to set the boundaries and let folks know at work that you're not going to be on call 24 hours a day, that you're not going to be checking your email all the time, right? And so your kids are going to love it. It's going to allow you to be a more present mama and help relieve the mom guilt that you're feeling. And when you are at work, setting the boundary that you take lunch, setting the expectation that you're going to take the time out of your day to give yourself a break so that way you can work at your optimal uh, capacity the rest of the day and then have some energy when you get home. And also, you know, we're so scheduled sometimes at work. When we go home, we kind of lose that idea of having time for certain things. And I want to encourage you to actually schedule in your kid time and and focus more over the quality of that time versus the quantity. So that way, every time you do get a chance to spend with your kids, that you're present and that you're making the most out of it, right? Because those are the the times that they're going to, they're going to remember the quality time you're together, not necessarily how many hours per day you spent with them. Okay, so now I'm going to have you guys answer the prompts that I mentioned in each of the three steps. And then please journal over these and come share them in the Facebook group. I would love to see what you came up with 
And there is no shame in our group because we are all learning and growing together. Again, the, the link is bit.ly forward slash rooted working mom community. And I'm just going to leave you with this. I want to bring up for you some of the confirming words in the Bible. So Psalm 127.3 declares, Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward. So mama, always remember your children, they're a blessing and they're a gift from God. He chose you to be their mom and it was intentional and it was on purpose and it's perfect. Isaiah 40, 11 declares, he carries the lamb in his arms while gently leading their mother's sheep. Find comfort, mama, in knowing that Jesus is with you always and you are never alone. Rest in knowing that Jesus is with you always. Here's a few more verses I want to read for you. And they really are just centered around parroting and loving your children and trusting in him. This is one of my favorites. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Colossians 3.24 declares, Whatever you do, Mama, work heartedly as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. John 16.13 declares, When He, the Spirit of truth, comes, He will guide you unto all truth. And just lastly here, I want to pray this prayer with you. It's a prayer from the book, Prayers and Promises for Busy Moms. Dear Father, you are truth. Everything you've ever said or done is honest, right, and good. Because you are truth, I want to value it as I value you. Point out the lies I tell myself, replacing them with truth. Stop me before a dishonest or harsh word leaves my mouth giving me the most loving way to say instead what is true. Starting at this very moment, let me love the truth. Help me to reflect all that is true and good to myself and my children. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. And remember, it's a gift to our children when they see us, their mother, value ourselves and pursue our passions. God bless you, and I'll see you soon. Love, before you go, if you enjoyed today's episode, it made you laugh or inspired you in some way, I'd be so thankful if you took a quick minute to share it with another working mom and leave me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcasts. It's the number one way you can thank me, and hearing from you fills my heart with so much joy. I'd also love to connect with you over on my Facebook community, The Rooted Working Mom. Come join us, praying for miracles and victories for you. See you next time. 